Hi there, and welcome to the Nordic Natural Beauty Podcast. In this podcast, we share all things Nordic and natural, such as Nordic skincare tips, insights into the natural beauty industry, and unheard behind-the-scenes stories. Make sure you hit the subscribe or follow button so you won't miss the coming episodes. So hello and welcome to another episode of the Nordic Natural Beauty Podcast. Today I'm chatting with Laura Loukola. Laura is a photographer, illustrator and beauty content creator based in Helsinki, Finland. Laura's trademark is combining her, so to say, nerdy passion for beauty with aesthetic inspiring imagery. She loves good coffee, cats and makeup brushes and from time to time she's writing her industry insights also in the Nordic Natural Beauty Awards blog. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Hello Laura and welcome to the Nordic Natural Beauty Podcast. Hello, thank you so much. So my name is Laura Lokola and um, I'm a photographer and illustrator from Finland. Um, I have a huge passion for beauty, such as like skincare, makeup, hair care. Uh, so I also run a blog and create content around those topics, um, especially like luxury beauty and more and more like natural, especially natural beauty. Mm. How has your story in the beauty industry been? I mean, you've been interested in beauty for a long time. You were doing more traditional beauty reviews and so on before and towards natural right now. So how has the change been? Yeah, I actually didn't think about like a change per se. Um, I find myself a little bit like a nerdy personality. For example, when I research skincare, I like to know about the ingredients, what they do. So when I started analyzing like the inky lists, I noticed I was just very naturally like drawn to eco mm. or natural beauty because I could understand what I read or what yeah. I read. So it made finding skincare products much easier for me since I'm not a like a certified esthetician or like a mm. professional in beauty or ingredients or so on. I'm just an avid beauty fan. <laughs> yeah, so to say what is this skincare addict or junkie what they have hashtag nowadays? Yeah. I'm also very passionate about like conscious consumerism. So I really enjoy it when I can find ecological and ethical choices. So it was really like a natural transition for me. Mm. And especially in skincare, I was really impressed by the quality of the ingredients, like harvesting, attention to detail, and how the brands stay like true to their ethos. Mm. And I was really into oils and balms, and those are especially good in natural beauty. So yeah, it, the transition or the hobby like extended quite naturally for me. Mm. What were your first impressions of the natural beauty when you started using these products? Were there something that surprised you in good or bad? First impressions, gosh, um, I wonder if I can remember since it's been quite many years now. I think we first got into eco beauty as like a, as a household supplies, like clean, cleaners, detergents, soap nuts. I was big in the soap nuts because I wanted to be better for the environment. So I didn't start from skincare, but more like overall cosmetics, mm. because I was really concerned that what gets down the drain or what gets mm. into the environment. So that's how I got into like natural beauty. 
Yeah, you didn't think about yourself yet. <laughs> yeah, but when I started to think about like myself and my skincare and my makeup and that kind of thing, I I'm very into like luxury skincare and makeup or yeah. things that give me like a luxurious feeling. Uh so yeah, I was really impressed by the ingredient harvesting, like especially harvested herb like organic or wild harvested. Mm. Those really caught my attention. Um, there was something like personal about natural beauty mm. that I could research where where the ingredients or the brand or the founder like came from, which I really liked. Yeah, many natural brands are a little bit smaller indie brands, so that perhaps also affects, of course, to the fact that you can easier find information about the founders and what's happening with the production and so on. Yeah, but back in the old days, most of the makeup were like mineral makeup, and um, They were quite strange to me because they were all powders and I wasn't used to like loose powders and loose powder eyeshadows or foundations. So those were like completely new to me. But when I heard that they're better for your skin, that's when I got interested. Mm. Or so they said. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Was there anything about, let's say, of the natural products that you tried that you found hard? For example, something that wasn't working as well as you wanted to? Did you have this kind of experiences? I think there's still some room for improvement in color cosmetics. Yeah. But lately, I I've actually found deodorants that I like. So right now, I'm using like conventional beauty and natural beauty quite mixed. And I don't really, um, when I'm using a product, I don't really think like, oh, this is gonna be natural. So it's more or less than the conventional. Are I think my use goes like hand in hand. Yeah, there's a lot of progression, of course, in the products as well. I mean, it's been a long way to find these products. I mean, like you mentioned, deodorants is probably something that perhaps the early ones weren't working as well. Yeah. Bar shape shampoos were something that I was struggling personally a little bit with in the beginning. Yeah. One thing that comes to my mind is that natural beauty used to be super expensive. Like deodorant, like eco deodorant, natural deodorant, they were super super pricey and really hard to get here in the Nordic because mm. I live in Finland and uh, ordering from overseas was really expensive and not really sustainable yeah so I think that was one of the first things that comes to my mind when I think back then and now it's obviously changed so you can find in in all kinds of price categories yes and that I find excellent so this is something that has definitely changed since the first first days yeah, the cosmetic formulations have gotten much more elegant, let's say, in the recent years, and it's much more easy to access. So let's say you can find naturally formulated like foundations or serums or, or lotions. Yeah. Would you have an advice for someone that is really new to natural beauty or green beauty? Where should they start or should they have something in mind when they go into this world? Well, right now, most of the products are really easy to access and their the price point has gotten much better. But if you're transitioning to, let's say, natural deodorant, I think you should give it a little bit of time and room for error as well, because not every product is going to work for you. But especially like serums, oils, natural oils are amazing. There's a huge difference between like natural oils and oily balms compared to the conventional ones. 
because there's no fillers or additives. Yeah. And oil, for example. Sometimes I wonder, why are they other products than natural, <laughs> to be honest? Yeah. Like, they're such in a natural form. Yeah. This might be an like, unpopular opinion, but first things that I recommend you to change to eco are those that you use the most. Let's say, like, laundry liquids or your sunscreen is really important. Yeah. It's much safer for you and the environment, in my opinion, to use like a natural sunscreen. They might be thicker in texture and there might be a white cast, but in the long run, I think natural sunscreens are more sustainable. I, I would change what you use the most, like hand soaps, laundry detergents. Um, if you wash your hair every day, if they're a better alternative for your hair. But right now there's a lot to choose from. So I think you can just add and see what works for you. And maybe if there's like a favorite product, let's say a serum or yeah. eye cream or something like that, that you enjoy the most, maybe invest to some mm. something really nice. My philosophy around beauty is that beauty is also something that you could enjoy and use like in a form of self-care and make routines into rituals. Yeah. But yeah, it's true, like what you use the most makes most sense to start from or um, something that I heard when I started to look into different kinds of products, for example, that the area of your skin that you use most for, let's say, body yes. lotion or something that you use all over the body. So that obviously would make sense to, to change to a safer or uh, more effective alternative, so to say as well. One thing that came to my mind uh, would be using like a natural lip balm. Because that's something that you're going to basically eat. Well, not intentionally, but it's getting into your mouth. So, Yeah, definitely. And continuing from that, perhaps lipstick is another thing. Because lipstick formulations, some of the traditional ones, are quite not healthy. So since there are natural options, it's, it's nice to, to change that too. Then if we continue a little bit about, we've talked a lot how things have been changing and so... You've been doing this for quite a while. Have you seen also changes, let's say, in people's attitudes and how the general public are interested in natural versus the traditional beauty? How have you seen this? Uh, I think people are nowadays, at least where I live, they're more woke about cosmetics, their benefits, their impact on the environment. At least in Finland, organic or local food, they're still a big thing but they used to be like a big hit or like a trend like 10 years ago mm. uh, people were really concerned about what they ate and now it's part of the everyday we have labeled superfoods and powders and potions in our supermarket so i expect cosmetics to be next and it's already started i think people are really getting into natural cosmetics i sense the trend is getting only bigger so it's not a marginalized group of people anymore that like to use natural or organic beauty yeah it's definitely it's something that i keep talking with everyone that the food industry was really one of the big green waves yes so to say and now now the cosmetics is kind of catching up as well i feel like cosmetics is one of the last green things that are going i mean the environmental issues in many ways recycling and all this thing have been there for you know decades but Something like cosmetics is only only now changing a little bit in a bigger scale, let's say. Yeah, and 
the more brands there are, I think it's more easily accessible. And um, since there are going to be more competition, I think there are going to be more price points for all consumers and also more like spread in what kind of products, like specialty products and that kind of thing. Yeah. Since the natural beauty is getting much more easy to access, I think the gap between conventional beauty and natural is getting smaller in, in what comes to what the products like feel like, like the textures or look of the packaging and so on. And with color cosmetics, they're getting better and better. And uh, I think in the future, we are going to see more hair products or targeted hair products let's say for colored hair or afro and so on. Yeah. I hope that natural beauty becomes more mainstream and easy to access. But on the other hand, I hope the natural brands are going to keep their integrity. uh, What comes to quality of the, let's say, ingredients or the products. Yeah. I think sustainable packaging is going to be next thing. It's going to take a while, but for me, it's very important. So I'd like to see more recycled ocean plastics in packaging or biocreatable materials and now there has been like sugarcane it looks like plastic but it's made from sugarcane actually so it's more environmentally friendly yeah i think beauty is becoming even bigger it's already big like a trend let's say in social media there are much more people that are beauty hobbyists but yeah, I hope that we can maintain uh, the high level of quality in natural beauty mm. and avoid the fast fashion mentality. Yeah. Perhaps I'd like to see like fewer releases, especially in color cosmetics. Um, I kind of want less but better, more creativity and less just stuff. Um, and in skincare, I think the skin minimalism is getting bigger and bigger because people are getting tired of the 10-step routines and so on yeah and this is something that the the nordic way of beauty is kind of all about more towards the minimalism in a way that the quality has always been in the center of the attention yes i think that nordic beauty is getting also bigger when the brands get like international recognition i think the nordic beauty brands will do really well because Nordic beauty brands are really good with the quality of the ingredients and the products and the sustainability. Yeah. I think manual skin treating techniques are getting bigger here in the West. It's been in Asia for traditions, but like massages and gua sha and uh, maybe face yoga, it's getting bigger here in the West. Yeah. I think that's going to be a, like a trend, like self-care, massages... And then maybe less is more with stuff. Mm. Yeah, I suppose it seems like, if I translate correct from the answer, the beauty industry might focus more in in the well-being rather than just adding more and more on top of the body and face. I hope that's the case. Um, With conventional, like, color cosmetics, it's not showing any signs of, like, slowing down. But I hope that when people find the natural alternatives or natural beauty in general, they're going to notice that less is more, quality is key, and making most of what you enjoy and being good to yourself instead of like accumulating stuff. Yeah. I test a lot of products uh, because of my job and because of my blog. 
and I want to be up to date, but now I, I'm intentionally slowing down and making most of the products that I already own. I think it shows a better example that even though if you are a beauty enthusiast, you don't have to buy all the stuff, that you can you can use up your products or multi-purpose your products and you can enjoy what you have and maybe save up for the quality one, that the ones that bring you joy. We kind of bring a new point of view as well when you're getting into the product in depth for a longer time because there are a lot of beauty bloggers, influencers or others that really just show the face of the product and don't really get into deep and their long-term experience and this kind of thing. So it really gives a new point of view, let's say. Yeah, I actually love it when people get um, deep into the products and really use them for a like, longer period of time before doing the review. Of course, it's slower with skincare and hair care, body care than, let's say, makeup. Yeah. But I'm really interested in the nitty-gritty when it comes to beauty. Yeah, and when you use a product for a longer time, then you really know which ones are your favorites and which one really work, rather than, okay, testing for the first time, nice feeling, for example. We could talk a little bit deeper about perhaps Nordic nature. Yes. And which kind of ingredients come from there, because you, you know a lot about this subject. And you also wrote... An amazing blog post that will be available, I think, at the time when this podcast is coming out, should be available on the awards blog. So Laura is also writing to the awards blog on top of her own amazing blog. But um, would you like to start, for example, some of your favorites and mention anything that you like the most or are the most must uh, knows, let's say, from the Nordic nature? Yes. So I wrote about the Nordic ingredients there i have like a list like a unique ingredients and what are the skincare benefits or hair care benefits or so on so nordic nature is amazing i think everyone knows that and it's going to be a even bigger hit in the future when it comes to beauty industry because we have berries we have mushrooms herbs tree barks and extracts and wild harvested ingredients yeah I think it's a lot about the quality of our nature or how clean our air and our waters and our forests are. Mm. So there's lots of like potential in Nordic ingredients. So let's say berries, they're packed with antioxidants, vitamins, minerals, polyphenols, and they're really beneficial for like overall skin health. Mm. I think in especially in modern environment, where people are exposed to a lot of stresses, such as pollution, oxidative stress, UV radiation, etc. So antioxidants are really potent to slow the impact of those things, and they protect the skin. Um, I think as a rule of thumb, if you think about, let's say, plants or berries, or uh, the more vibrant the color, the more packed the ingredient is with antioxidants. Yeah like berries they have polyphenols and antioxidants but also the seeds have like amazing fatty acids that can condition the skin and also with many plant extracts skin's hydration levels can also be improved mm. in the blog post i have like selected ingredients or my like cherry picked ingredients like mm. and their benefits but yeah. in the future i think the Nordic ingredients can be especially beneficial for the human microbiome. 
Oh, definitely. And I think that will be the future trend when there will be more research and um, more like case studies. But yeah, here in the Nordic, we have the luxury of the clean environment, which allows us to produce really high quality ingredients. So yeah, and this is kind of funny point that you mentioned, for example, the fact that often the wild plants and berries are used in foods and cosmetics and not necessarily farmed or organic, but really wild. So the ones that are from the wild nature, it's really not often the case anywhere in the world. So that's something quite specific. And then nightless nights, they really pack the berries and the plants full of vitamins, antioxidants and others. So I'm sure that helps a lot why they are specifically so. And also the Arctic nature is really harsh. Like we have really long and dark winter, so it makes the plants more like resilient. Mm-hmm. And that also shows in the ingredients that uh, the more resilient a plant, mm. the more it has like nutrition packed. Yeah. Like as a rule of thumb. Yeah. Would you have some of your favorites? What is like your top three of Nordic ingredients that you love to use or, or have in your beauty products? Um, I'm spoiling the blog post. <laughs> But let's say cold pressed oils. Yeah. Um, I do love bilberries mm-hmm. or berries in general because of the antioxidants and the polyphenols. Um, but then there are ingredients that have the benefit for the human microbiome, which mm-hmm. is like skin's immunity system. Yeah, this um, is something amazing. I mean, this is something huge at the moment with coronavirus and everything going on in the world. So. Yeah. Yeah, there's potential for like skin conditions, let's say um, rosacea or acne, or if you have some sensitivities, Mm. Uh, but there's also protection from autoimmune diseases, Mm. at least from the research that we have available right now. Like instead of taking a walk in the forest, you can apply a lotion on your skin that has similar benefits, like getting to the dirt and being in the forest. And I think that's going to be really big, at least for people who live in in urban environments. So there are really innovative products coming out with these extracts. Yeah, not everybody has a possibility to go to a forest every day, um, in especially big metropoles and so on. You have only tiny parks, perhaps, or so on. So, And bilberry is something funny you mentioned. I often think about this because, I mean, for us in the north, for us, it's blueberries. Like, I call them yes. blueberries as blueberries any blueberries but of course it's very different so perhaps that's why in English there's a different name for it yeah because I think correct me if I'm wrong but the large blueberries are grown in bushes mm-hmm. and uh, bilberries are grown in the wild they're like a small plant that doesn't grow really high and if you cut a blueberry in half it's sort of this like a lighter color inside it's this mm-hmm. is like greenish yeah. but bilberries are so dark and pigmented yeah. and packed with all this nutrition that they actually like stain your your fingers your lips it's it's all over the place when you eat eat them basically yeah and they stain stain your tongue yeah you really know if somebody had a blueberry that's you can't fool you know <laughs> and that speaks about the antioxidant content of like wild bilberries versus like grown blueberry 
Yeah, I don't really know if, if these, let's say, grown blueberries, if they grow wild somewhere. If anybody knows that, please let us know. But um, I, I mean, the way we talk about them is blueberries for us is the bilberry. And then these blueberries we call bush blueberries, but it, they're kind of like garden grown. Yes, I think so. Yeah. I don't know really if you had any experiences in mind about products that have Nordic ingredients. So they've really changed your life or helped in your skin or, or anything like this. For me, I don't think there's a specific ingredient per se. Um, the most important thing for me is having like a routine, cleansing your face, moisturizing or hydrating and using SPF. Mm. Um, yeah, I think it, the formulation is the important and not necessarily one star ingredient so yeah I think if I had to pick one I would say honey Yeah, because honey is the only thing that I use plainly in my own skincare routine like um, not as a product but as the ingredient yeah so you're not putting the honey you eat straight in your face have you ever done like a mask or anything about that Yes. Yeah. Yes, and I also use it for making like a do-it-yourself like a lip scrub. Okay. So I mix just like a granulated sugar and honey, and I can rub it on my lips. Or if I have like a flare-up, you can use honey on your face. It depends on the honey and if you're sensitive, but honey is something that you can make mask at home. Okay. This is going on my list now. I was wondering one thing, do you remember the time or do you remember the moment when you got interested in beauty more specifically, like in any kind of beauty, because there might be some some Um, sort of point. I wasn't really big into beauty when I was growing up. I just used black eyeliner around my eyes and for my eyebrows. (laughs) But um, I used to have adult acne. So that got me really interested in skincare and ingredients. Mm, I don't remember the moment, but I'm a painter and illustrator. So makeup was like painting on your face. Yeah. And I found it really relaxing and uh, really creative as a fun everyday creative outlet. I think I first got into skincare because of my adult acne. Mm. And then later also I found the world of like color makeup. Yeah, and you're you're really colorful. I mean, anybody goes to check Laura's profile, you know. Yeah, no, nowadays colors. <laughs> there are no limits. Also within your hair, right? You have a very colorful hair right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. You're writing sometimes on the awards blog, and people can most likely find you also through our social media accounts and so on. But uh, yes. could you let people know where they can find you directly? Yeah. So my name is Laura Lokola. And my domain is lauralocola.net and my Instagram handle is just lauralocola. Very easy. Yeah, yeah, very easy. So so feel free to contact me on Instagram about beauty and whatnot. So Yeah, Laura really likes to, to chat with random new people, so no need to okay. scared <laughs> <laughs> to talk to <laughs> I'm too like a lot of people I know they're really scared to write on the awards but I'm I'm there behind and I'm a nice person so you're not a strange person <laughs> you're not a stranger anymore 
yeah exactly so we're both very lovely to talk to i will leave all your handles on the show notes that will be yes the podcast so people can easily click from there thank you so much thank you for listening to this episode of the nordic natural beauty podcast make sure you have subscribed or you follow the podcast so you won't miss the coming episodes if you know someone that would love to know more about the subjects that we're discussing in this podcast please share this episode We will keep sharing all things Nordic and natural, such as Nordic skincare tips, insights into the natural beauty industry, and unheard behind-scenes stories. You can follow the Nordic Natural Beauty Journey also on our Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Pinterest pages, simply at Nordic Natural Beauty Awards, and on Twitter at NNB Awards. Until next week, bye-bye!